been single all my life. It wasn't a conscious or unconscious decision. I just didn't happen to find anyone, anybody that I particularly wanted to get married to. Um, and I've been comfortable with that decision. I've always surrounded myself. I've had plenty of companions, plenty of friends, and I've always been happy with that choice. I and mean, my happiness hasn't been predicated on a relationship in particular. Well, Thelma and Arthur wouldn't be so happy with that choice. Thelma and Arthur are my parents. I'm the youngest of three children. My parents grew up in Brooklyn, New York. They were first generation, and um, they uh, uh, came from the the Depression area era, and uh, Jewish. Um, grew up with immigrant parents, and marriage was incredibly important, and staying married was incredibly important. My parents were married for 61 years. My father, Arthur, or as my mom, Thelma, called him, Artie, was a character actor. He did a lot of community theater. He was very animated, um, very, very dramatic, very uh, demonstrative. I was the youngest of three. I was the baby. And I used to read lines with him a lot, and I did a lot of theater when I was younger as well. So I had a very good relationship with my father. My mom was the stern one and not very demonstrative. You didn't get a lot of, you look good, or you, you, know, you got the opposite of that. Um, they moved to St. Louis when I was about a year old. So I grew up in the Midwest. And then I'm going to fast forward the story to once they retired. They retired in Florida, of course. Fort Lauderdale, Tamarack area, in this community called Kings Point, a 55-plus community. They were living, and this is about when I was 25 or so when I moved about the same time I moved to Phoenix. And uh, they had a condo there, of course. Two-bedroom, two-bath condo in this big group complex that had all the amenities to go along with it. And uh, for many years, especially once they were retired, the typical scene when we'd come and visit, you know, mom, especially in the later years, would be sitting in the kitchen watching TV, and it'd be louder than all get out. My father would be in the back bedroom, in the extra bedroom, maybe watching TV or reading a book or something. And, you know, not a lot of conversation at that point, especially they'd been married for so long. My mom got sick when she was about 80. And uh, she, um, my father had to start caregiving for her. Now, mind you, of course, very traditional Jewish family. My mom did all the cooking. She did everything for my father. That was always how it was. My father really didn't know how to make anything. But when she got sick, my father started to do some of the cooking. She would actually tell him how to make things, and he started making things. Um, but it was still pretty much like that, and it, was, and it became very hard on my father. And eventually, about 10 months in, I mean, and he was already at this point, he was 
mid-80s, and he was now caregiving somebody else. And um, so he had to put her in a home. It was incredibly hard on her, on him. It was, it was very hard on him to do that and to make that decision. It was in, incredibly challenging for him. And he, was, he would tap at his chest all the time and, and tear at his heart. And in um, the Jewish religion, when someone passes away, uh, the tearing is, a, is, a, is something significant. It's like that's, you wear a torn uh, piece of fabric underneath your, your clothing. Um, or on the outside, you wear a little black tag. So, but he would always, you know, he would do this, and he would, you just felt his pain. And at about, uh, when my mom, was, my mom passed when she was about 82, she was 82, and they had been almost married 61 years, and my dad was about 85. He, he started to do a little bit better once she passed because he felt like she was, it, it, at least she was at peace now. But he still struggled a lot. He was unhappy, and we talked all the time. He would call me. I was living here in, in um, Phoenix, and he would call me all the time, and we would talk a lot, and we would just talk about whatever, and I'd try to get him out of his um, sadness and out of his depression. And then eventually, about four months later, five months after she passed away, he started dating a little bit. He, you know, he was, he did feel he was, he was very fun, and he's like, well, hey, you know, it is Florida. I, um, I can still talk. I have my teeth. I can walk, and I can drive, and I've got a full head of hair. I'm a catch. <laughs> so, um, so I was kind of used to him dating and talking a little bit about it, and this one woman, he was kind of complaining because he did have a habit of complaining quite a bit. And, uh, but then one day he called me up and we were talking and he said, I'm enamored with a younger woman. I was like, oh my God, what's he mean? You know? And so, okay, okay, well, how, how old is this woman? What's her name? Her name's Ruth. How old is she? Well, she's 82. I was like, okay. I was like, I was like, my dad could be a little bit of a flirt. So I was like, definitely relieved when he, he said she was he was eighty two. But um, and it was so it was so interesting to hear his conversation uh, and what he said about her and and their relationship. And this is you know I mean I'm so used to many years of the loudness. I mean think uh, Seinfeld and Costanza and his parents, you got it. That's, I mean, just picture that, because that was kind of what it was like, very loud. And um, so he said, God, it's so amazing. We just, you know, I can, she can sit on my lap. Okay, she's, they're 82 and 85. She's sitting on his lap, and they're just talking. And then he says, and there's no TV on. I was kind of like, oh my God, I can't believe this. This is crazy. And he would, he was, he felt so fortunate that he could find a second love. And uh, he felt great about it. Um, I didn't really need to know that they were being intimate. That was, I could have foregone that information and thinking about that whole thing was a, a bit 
crazy. But some of the things that I learned in that, just in that one simple conversation, you know, my parents were married for 61 years. You take, I took for granted their happiness. I never knew whether they were unhappy or happy or what they really wanted. You just didn't question, especially because they were married. I think children of divorced parents see their parents go through happiness and unhappiness. When I realized how happy he was, it made me happy because I was so sad every time I would hear him and he'd be unhappy. So it made me happy. And then the second thing I realized was I understood what he and my mother had always wanted for me, even though that was what they wanted, not necessarily what I wanted, but I had a good understanding of what he wanted for me. He dated Ruth for about five years until he, he passed away. But um, so it, it taught me also that you can find love at any age. Thank you.